welcome to The Last Track, where we help people showcase the last track of their life story in their final wishes. I am your host, Brian Norris, the co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home in Newport, Oregon. Just like a song can bring you back to a day, a time, and a memory, so too can a well-planned service. A lot of people, as they get close to burial, as they get to the part of being buried, they wonder what is legally required for me to be buried? Well, that's kind of an interesting question because it depends on where you're going to be buried. Now, in the state of Oregon, there is absolutely no legal requirement for you to have an outer burial container or even a casket. There's none at all. In fact, actually what I'm describing is green burial. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But if you go to these places that say memorial gardens, if they have that type of a name in it, if you go to a cemetery that is beautiful and pristine, most likely they have a requirement that's called an outer burial container. Now, what exactly is that? Because most people understand what a casket is. But what is an outer burial container? The casket goes inside the container and the lid is placed on the casket. Sometimes you have a requirement of a minimum requirement of a cement liner. So in a cemetery that does not have an outer burial requirement, you're going to see the grounds of that cemetery have divots and dips, and it looks like you're walking across an old farm because the grass will settle and you'll see it settle down. The caskets kind of get crunched and the water table comes up Now, if you're in a Pioneer Cemetery, they didn't have outer burial containers, and that's why you see uh, markers and upright markers kind of tipping, that kind of thing. That's without an outer burial container. A minimum cement liner is literally a cement box, and you put the casket inside. The ground does not cave in. It doesn't settle as much. The other thing it does is it protects the casket so the casket doesn't get crunched over years and years and years of settling. It doesn't protect the casket from water, but again, that's not that big a deal. The main thing, what it does is it keeps the grass and that type of stuff from settling way down. And a vault, a vault protects the casket keeps the ground from settling, keeps the water out. Now a vault is generally guaranteed for a hundred years. Nobody is allowed to say forever. I mean, you think of the pyramids, okay? (laughs) But no one is allowed to say 100% forever. It will keep the water out. And most of the vaults have a locking liner top 
with a heavy gasket that goes over it and it keeps everything out. So if you're going to a Pioneer Cemetery and they don't require anything and you don't care, it doesn't really matter. But again, it goes back to what is required at the cemetery. Again, because legally in the state of Oregon, you don't have to have an outer burial container. You don't even have to have a casket. Okay. Couple considerations is if you're going to be going to a memorial garden and it has it, you're going to want to make sure with your final expenses that you've included that into your costs because your family, the last thing you want to do is leave them with a big surprise. Most people, they, they understand maybe embalming, they understand buying a casket and they understand buying the ground to go into, but then they get really surprised when they start saying, well, you have an opening and closing fee. Well, I thought that was included in the cost of the ground. Most of the time it's not. It's, it's up to the cemetery what they, how they charge. You can do a pre-arrangement with the cemetery and have everything already purchased. Like, for example, my wife and I, we've already purchased the plots. We've already purchased the opening and closing. We've already purchased the, the vaults and that type of stuff. So all of that's already done. We've already purchased a marker. All of those things are additional costs. The marker is going to cost a little bit more depending on if you want bronze or if you want to have some fancy things. But there's a lot of different things that go into markers. And if you're just having a simple name, it's going to be pretty inexpensive. If you're going to have a really exotic granite and you want to have designs and everything on it, that's going to cost some more. Very basic to very expensive, just like with caskets, just like with anything. The more involved it is, the more intricate, the more expensive it's going to be. Something to think about is, can you bury an urn? I get that question a lot. And you can actually, in a plot, a very standardized size plot, most cemeteries are allowing urns to be buried into that plot as well. And, it, and they have some different rules and regulations for markers and that kind of stuff. But like in our cemetery in Lincoln City, if you're going to be buried in an urn, it needs to be what we call probable. So it has to be like a brass urn or a granite type of an urn, marble urn. So that way you can find it again in the future. It can't be like a black plastic or cardboard because that's that will eventually, you, you'll never be able to find it if you're probing for it. You can have what's called an outer burial container to go around the urn and then be placed in the ground. Normally what we do is where the marker is, we place the urn under the marker so that that way we know when we lift up the marker, usually centered in that area is going to be where the urn is going to be found again. That way we don't accidentally dig it all up if we're digging a spot for a full casket to be buried. Let's talk about green burials for just a moment because again, state of Oregon, you're not required to even have a casket. It again, it's the cemetery rules and regulations that are dictating what and where you can be buried. Some cemeteries will have a whole green section and the rest of the section is not. And so you need to ask those questions when you're going there. A biodegradable urn. What is a biodegradable urn? Like I mentioned before, cardboard, that can be biodegradable. There's like a paper mache urns 
that are very biodegradable. And uh, some places you can even open as you bury the spot, you can pour the ashes out and then put it back in. You don't even need to have an urn. Uh, and that's where you can be buried. You can have, as far as a full body burial, there's shrouds, like kind of like a sheet that are made out of cotton, very biodegradable material. And then you just tie the sheet on and you go like a, it's a shroud. And uh, in fact, you've seen some of those probably on TV where they're like mummies and then they're wrapped in it. Well, that's the same type of thing where you're wrapped and tied into a biodegradable sheet. Wickers, wicker baskets, that type of thing. We have buried people in wicker baskets in green burial cemeteries in Lincoln County. No, no outer burial container, nothing. It's just buried right there in the ground. If you want to find out more or if you want to see more, take a look at a, there's going to be a link uh, with a video and you'll be able to see what a green burial looks like. Please forward us to other people that you think might like this information. Hopefully, this has given you some good information. We have more information on our websites uh, as well that you might want to take a look at. In every podcast, we have a time for remembrance. So we'd like to take this moment to remember all the families that are experiencing a loss and light a virtual candle in their memory. This has been The Last Track. I'm Brian Norris, and you'll find more about Bateman Funeral Home on our website at BatemanPacificView.com, or you can visit us on our Facebook page. If you have any questions or feedback about today's episode, please give us a call at 541-265-2751, or you're welcome to send us an email, info at BatemanPacificView.com, and we'd love to hear from you. Make sure